Good evening and welcome back to the eighth installment of the Sunday Porch Podcast. Uh, I'm Connor and here's Will. Good evening everyone and happy Monday. We're here to kick the week off right uh, with another Sunday Porch Podcast. Little late, um, classic, you know, weekend. Just going to do it yesterday. So have you, um, yo, this is something I was enraged about. Have you seen the, uh, that, you know, the TikToker Livy Dunn, that girl? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dude, have you seen the videos of like the guys that like stand out? They, so basically she's this like TikTok girl or whatever. I don't even really know, but there's been like Mm -hmm. crowds of hundreds of dudes going to her like gymnastics meets, I guess. And they like stand there with signs like that are like call me or whatever. But it's become like a huge problem for the school, I guess. And now they need like security to like protect her. And (laughs) dude, can you imagine me and you doing that? Like imagine me and you going to LSU, going to a women's gymnastic meet and standing there with like a sign that is like I heart like Livy with like my number on it like <laughs> and also if you are one of those guys you better be her age or younger I swear to god oh, you better yeah. be checking IDs <laughs> they have to be bro I'm so I'm, I'm sick I'm sick of that behavior think those... about her teammates they're probably pissed too bro like chicks get jealous about stuff like that they're probably ready to kill her oh i'm sh- i'm sure and she's probably making yeah. crazy money and the other teams like they gotta go play lsu they're probably like god fucking like come on someone should take all those dudes and they should sit them down in like a big lecture hall and have like a alcoholic vietnam veteran like explain how things work like set them straight they should at the very least put them up on like a public stage and they have to explain why they made that decision to go to the lsu gymnastics beat (laughs) and they have to give a 30 minute long presentation (laughs) to to their family members (laughs) explain to me ma why you went to lsu (laughs) (laughs) right Explain yourself. It's like his grandma is in a wheelchair, like, <laughs> they're re- reviewing footage of this guy ripping off his yeah. shirt, and it's got, like, Livy Dunn tattooed on his chest. You missed Explain Mima's that. birthday for this. <laughs> Livy Dunn. Yeah, I... The thing is, is, like, dudes do stuff like that, and then won't, like, won't even talk to a girl in real life that that is actually in their life. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I guess I just don't understand the disconnect. Like, what, why put forth so much effort and, like, make yourself be so weird to a stranger? Yeah, and again, like, if, if, if it's too, if the guys are, like, 15 and they're, like, being goofballs, fine. But... Mm. If you are going to a job the next day, like if you're missing something serious to do that, social credit affected. There's like sure. a VP of sales at like a major yeah. firm coming in. He's got like purple and gold glitter in his hair from the night before. His, his co-worker is like the dad of one of the girls on the team. He's like, Dave? Oh. <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> what the fuck? 
Well, I was I was actually just leaving, man. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to cover, sitting in a cold shower when he gets home. Crazy. Yeah. I saw an article feel... today. Um, I don't know, like what. I didn't read it, but it just says Greta Thunberg goes full Joker. And I was like, that's interesting. I wonder so, if she did something bad. Something weird happened with her. I think it was like at the same... I, I mean, don't quote me. It was some European country. I think it was Germany. I think it was the same event that the mud wizard embarrassed the German SWAT officer. Or at least very close to it. So Greta Thunberg was there. And I think she basically staged an arrest like she had police officers in riot gear like five of them carrying her away and there was like a whole photo opportunity of them carrying her then it's like all right i mean i I cool i guess dude i'm kind of pissed that we missed this what event? What dude? The Mud Wizard and Greta? That sounds fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> should have gone. <laughs> Mud Wizard opening up for Greta Thunberg riot arrest. <laughs> I just don't understand what all that like what what all that show and theatrics. Who is that for? <laughs> like, is anybody that really has any sort of like sway and pull within climate activism gonna look at a video of a nineteen-year-old girl getting dragged away by like eight grown men and think that it's real? Like, like is that is that really what's happening? When when a nineteen-year-old girl is getting arrested, it doesn't take an entire team of grown men in riot gear to to detain her. <laughs> the only people that care about that article are, is like us breaking down like if the mud wizard is real or not like in right. that, <laughs> on a podcast right. of, like, 50 <laughs> i mean i'm all for climate activism i think it's great sure but also like the people that do that stuff are the worst <laughs> like like yeah. you see the all the stuff that goes on where people will go into the louvre and like dump tomato sauce on like a famous <laughs> renaissance painting it's like all right man i mean you kind of just alienate yourself from people that would actually support your cause. Because I'm sure that there's a lot of people that care about the planet and also really fucking like art and don't want (laughs) to see you do that. Right? Dude, I always thought it would be so funny to put... Like, I know we spoke about this before, but put, like marinara sauce in those tubes at the bank that you put checks in <laughs> like, and then you just like have someone videotape the inside and it just like sprays out of people like screaming <laughs> they open it up it just spills out onto someone's desk she's like Getting napkins and stuff, trying to clean it up <laughs> before it gets on the what important the papers. <laughs> and you're like, they look at the camera and you're like yeah. flipping them off, like <laughs> kick rocks, bank nerds. <laughs> Decline you just got marinara sauce. <laughs> Why don't you do my taxes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a robot. I work at the bank. <laughs> Start blasting Lil Aaron. Yeah. Drive off. <laughs> Teenage bottle rocket. 
that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <coughs> used to be my favorite thing in the world when I was like 15 and I didn't understand how the world worked. When there was like skaters versus haters compilations, mm, like yes. dudes just absolutely bullying grown ass adults <laughs> and security Dude, guards. I, I thought that was the videos. best thing. They were the best in the world. Like, I... <laughs> it, would be like <laughs> it would be like it would always be like four teenagers like skateboarding in like a, just a weird like outside of a building or something, right. totally in the wrong, and then like some like that four-year-old dude <laughs> do you remember like they'd always try and grab the board out of the kid's hand yeah like, like wrench yeah. it out of their hand they like, oh! <laughs> oh, and, like fall on the ground right. <laughs> i there was these two guys that always had these stickers like permanent bumper stickers that said skateboarding is not a crime and they would go and put it on put it on the back of people's cars who, who gave them a hard time for skateboarding and stuff That's awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. Skateboarding is not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to skate. That's a I watched story. The Exorcist today, and I fell asleep watching it, and I had not a good nightmare on the couch when I was alone in my house. Yeah, dude, it seems like you had quite that Sunday yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. Sometimes it's like, Sunday scaries are already happening, and in my, I don't know, like, poor mental state, I decided to just make it way scarier. <laughs> oh, I have anxiety? Why don't I have a lot of anxiety? Why don't right. I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I really get my resting heart rate up? <laughs> Dude, yeah, there is, like, a vibe on Sunday, though, of just getting, like, really afraid. <laughs> yeah sometimes it's like nice a, i am legend in the dark like. <laughs> yeah dude i was like my name is robert neville <laughs> i hit the whole monologue right <laughs> like my your thoughts going to bed sunday are like this is very mm. real and i'm gonna be living with a dog and no other people <laughs> i feel that way already like fully sober i feel that yeah. i think this is it i think this is it Every, everything I read, everything I see, like, we're getting there. For sure. I caused a very, I saw... um... No, I didn't cause a scene. I had a little bit of an episode on a plane yesterday, but... Oh, yeah? <laughs> what so, happened? So, like, I, like, hate turbulence, and it's li- it's 100% from that movie, Flight. Like, that scene, mm-hmm. the crash scene, just freaked me out so much. And I yeah. also just had a ton of, like, Sunday anxiety in general. And mm-hmm. so I was like, <laughs> I was sitting next to this lady, like immediately when I sit down, um, I'm like, oh, cause it's this, it's this like elderly couple and the ladies in like a six year old lady in like a nice sweater. And she's got like a mask on, like super like uptight kind of person. And like every time I move, she would like shift away from me to not get sick or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So we, we hit like crazy turbulence and like I hate fucking tur. I'm such a pussy with that. And like the mm-hmm. pi- the pilot, like you couldn't hear him over the intercom because he like turned the volume down, audio input, I guess. But it was just yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like just having like a, a freak out, and then someone like 
opened the door to the bathroom and something made like a crazy noise and it was like and I turned around and I was like what the fuck (laughs) 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 like I like like I kind of like got up and like put my (laughs) and everyone's like looking at me like ready to go like whoa like what is this guy gonna do Like, what are you gonna do? And like the, the flight attendant's like, "Don't worry, like every everything's okay." And I'm like, "Sorry." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I I sit down, and the, the lady like puts her hand on top of my hand. She's like, "She's like, it's a, it's gonna be okay, hun." She's like, "I got my cross." <laughs> oh. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I just hate flying." <laughs> Dude, yeah. Airports and flying just puts everybody in such a bad mental state. Everybody is so on edge and drunk. People just get drunk in airports. <laughs> like it's like a darty. I don't even know why is that why is that a thing? Like honestly, dude, it's to prevent the, me from acting that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so I can go to bed and not be hyper vigilant. <laughs> yeah. I um I flew into Syracuse last month, and they took forever to, like, disembark the plane, and I was in the back, like, one of the very back rows. I think I was second from the back, and there was this jacked dude with his girlfriend behind me, and he started having, like, a a claustrophobia freakout <laughs> after after we landed. He was, like, hyperventilating, and his girlfriend is trying to, like, calm him down. He's like whispering to himself <laughs> behind me dude he's like i just need to get off this fucking plane i just need to get off this fucking plane goddamn plane i can't breathe i can't breathe i can't breathe like he's like freaking out to himself it's not that loud and then he just like spasms and like <laughs> kicks kicks my chair and at this point i'm ha- i'm like I'm, I'm getting claustrophobia by proxy like i'm having i'm like hyperventilating i'm like i need to get off this plane too man if he needs to get off i need to get off <laughs> The you flight just attendant is just like <laughs> two huge men really claustrophobic. We need to go. It's always a, a guy too. Like it's always like yeah. it's someone like me. <laughs> they just they just lose it a little right. bit. Just like just a bunch of You don't guys, have to lose like... it a lot for something bad to happen. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. <clears throat> so I was looking at airbnb.com today when i was i was looking at that stuff for april but um the front page of airbnb.com you can click this like tab that has like the, a picture of a ufo on it and i i was like clicked it because I, I had no idea what the fuck that was and you can go through and it's just like i think it said like wow with an exclamation mark and it's just like the coolest airbnbs that you can stay at some of them are sick like there was like stuff that was like like the like the like a hobbit hole in the shire or like a tatooine desert igloo and like just like cool stuff and none of it was super expensive there were also stuff that was insanely expensive and it was like castles and mansions and stuff but i thought that was sick there was one it was like a bunker in new mexico like a huge bunker and it was like all like area 51 government themed and stuff like it had like the valves on all the doors and i'm like who who is realistically staying there and having a good time? Because I'd be so stressed out. <clears throat> um, a big company did that. Here, I'm going to stop. Hold on. <clears throat> but yeah, some <clears throat> gigantic company literally did that and didn't tell the guests. It was like this big thing. 
I think it was Di- I think it was fucking Disney. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I think Disney owned this giant ship called like the Queen Mary, and it was like a boat, right? So it was a permanently moored boat that they were using as a hotel. And part of, like, all the mark, unintentional, mark, well, totally intentional, but, like, it began unintentionally, was that the the ship was haunted and stuff. So Disney, like, took it and ran with it and put in stuff, like, secretly, like, noise machines and really, like, over-the-top stuff. Like, how, you know, have you been to, like, Disney World and you go on, like, the Haunted Mansion ride and you can, like, look and see ghosts in the mirror? No, I've, like, <clears throat> I've been to a haunted house before, though. Yeah, so it's, like, that type of technology, they just fucking put it in the hotel. And people were having, like, the worst nights of their life because they thought it was real. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I would be, I would be tweaking. <laughs> yeah, that's just in, such an insane concept to, like, think of dudes in, like, suits and ties at, like, a Disney board meeting. So, like, what we're going to do is we're going to absolutely terrorize these guys. <laughs> It's funny until like I see something pop out and like Dave from right. account like John from accounting gets like taken down, <laughs> neutralized. Yes. All of a sudden, not that chill. <laughs> you only have to lose it a little bit for bad things to happen. It's hit with a cast iron pan. I was making a steak in. <laughs> I heard Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs> Like cooking a meal in my hotel room, <laughs> something insane right. happens. Like I see a dude in the mirror behind me. <laughs> so I saw a LinkedIn post the other day where a dude, a dude had totally posted this, like genuinely, like not not a trace of irony. He was like bragging about how he saved his company a couple bucks because they flew him out for this conference, and he was like, "Now we're allowed to get one meal and write it off and expense it." But I know that that can sometimes be expensive and a needless and a needless cost. So what I did instead was I made myself a nice meal with some chicken and my and my hotel room coffee baker. And <laughs> it's a picture of raw chicken in the bottom of the pot, like getting cooked on the hot plate with butter and garlic powder on it. And that dude posted it on LinkedIn, like. Every dollar counts when you're working on a project. <laughs> like, really, dude? The comments are probably like, nice, Dave. Like, always right. thinking ahead. Congratulations. Yeah, just the, the shameless corporate bootlicking that goes on right. on the site is sometimes just way too much for me. Love to comment on that. Like, that looks completely disgusting. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how about you dude. go and get a steak instead? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible choice. Probably should take this down. <laughs> yeah. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> Every dollar counts, nerd. <clears throat> Dude, I don't know. I feel like... Did anything happen Like since the last podcast? I'm trying to like rack my brain for ideas here. A little bit of just... I mean... People have just been chilling. Yeah, there was football, you know, Bills are out, sad. Yeah. Now I guess I'll root for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Right. 
My mom told a... me that you reminded her of J- Joe Burrows the other day. It was a very oh, off, yeah. offhand comment. <laughs> I was like, nice. okay. <laughs> it's kind of a huge compliment. People yeah. love Joe Burrow. <laughs> so, there was um, a situation, I think like yesterday, there was a mass shooting in California, and the suspect... Bro, get this. The suspect is 72 years old. What? Really? Yeah. 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 So it says a SWAT team breached a van in Torrance on Sunday, out in California, in Torrance on Sunday, that they believe is linked to the gunman who killed 10 people at a Monterey Park dance studio. Multiple law enforcement sources told the Times the driver died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Authorities identify 72-year-old man as suspected gunman in Lunar New Year mass shooting. Damn it. That's crazy, bro. His Dude, name yeah. was... I, I don't even want to pronounce it. This is absurd. <laughs> who can Tran is his name. Like, like Jesus like Christ. Sam, but it's who can Tran. Yeah. Old people, Who's doing though? that at 72 years old? Like, what, what do you <laughs> I saw a picture of that dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looks kind of It's not funny. Scary, but yeah, it's uh, fucked. <laughs> Fucking insane people. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the fuck? Makes me oh so af- afraid. <laughs> Yeah, like you say when we say bad guys are everywhere, they literally are. <laughs> you can't you can't identify them. You think the old man in a in a winter hat is going to shoot 10 people? No. That's yeah. I feel like I've been just sensing like a I don't know, an er, an undercurrent of rage with the elderly population recently. I don't know what it is. Uh, but. yeah, I, I've got a couple guesses. Undercurrent of rage. It's very real. Yeah, they don't. They don't don't like this stuff, man. Speaking of uh, bad guys are everywhere. Didn't something happen with uh, the whole Alec Baldwin stuff? He like yeah, he got charged, right? Yeah, I don't know. Can you look up how much he got? Like, did he get sentenced or? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Or I think he just got charged with voluntary manslaughter, but yeah, but like, how did that happen? You know, it's not it's not his fault, right? It probably isn't, but so Alec Baldwin (laughs) intends to finish Rust's production despite facing involuntary manslaughter charges. Okay, also, so he was charged with involuntary manslaughter. What? <laughs> the attorney, bro, this chick, Mary Carmack, got paid $635,000 in emergency money to prosecute such a high-profile case. Emergency money. Emergency money. We're going to charge him. Why is involuntary manslaughter a charge? It says involuntary. What? It's like the accidental murder of somebody. I guess I guess there's situations where 
that could be deserving of a charge, but really? I mean, involuntary manslaughter. I think that it would be way cooler if Alec Baldwin had to go to prison and they filmed the whole thing and made a documentary out of it. And he had to mm-hmm. do like, he had to do like a shot collar to like get respect to people in the prison yep. and got like super jacked. Yeah, he should. So basically what happened is Baldwin was given, he was given a prop gun and the gun fired a round of live ammunition, striking Hutchins in the chest and hitting Sousa, the director, in the shoulder. Baldwin has maintained that he never pulled the trigger and was not aware the gun contained live rounds. He said he never even pulled the trigger. Probably not true, right? Yeah, I would I would say not true. I don't know. Joe, like Joe Rogan went into it and he was like there's no way that he didn't cuz it's like one of those revolvers where you have to like cock it back. Like I'm right. it's like a manual action or whatever, I don't know. So I mean, I guess it makes sense he's getting charged if he just straight up fucking lied, you know. Baldwin right. said he did not pull the trigger before the gun fired. During FBI testing of the gun's normal functioning, the weapon could not be fired without pulling the trigger while the firearm was cocked. An FBI forensics report said eventually the gun malfunctioned during testing after internal parts fractured, which caused the gun to go off in the cocked position without pulling the trigger, the report said. So maybe that did happen. What's Ultimately, ins- the prosecutor said, just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, like, right now I'm sure there's a boardroom with, like, a Logan Roy-type dude, like, a yeah. Ari Gold-type dude, like, debating, <laughs> like, they're like, so are we going to release this fucking thing, or... Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> is Ross going live? Like... <laughs> He's like, make the movie. <laughs> Do you know how much money we've lost on this nonsense? Right. Like, he's just having a heart attack at the table. It's all about the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I don't think it's his fault. That's that's interesting to me that the prosecutor can get on and say, I mean, I guess that there's situations where an accident is criminal, but I don't know. Like, what do you think about that involuntary manslaughter? What would be a situation where it's like, you're like, that guy accidentally killed them, but they absolutely deserve to be punished for it. I can't, mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking a car crash and stuff, but that's all different. Like, that's a vehicular manslaughter. That that stuff's, like, different. Dude, I've been served some IPAs where the percentage is to a point where it's kind of involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where it's kind of like you do something later and you're like, well, you know what? It was kind of the yeah. bartender's fault. <laughs> it was the bartender's fault. <laughs> I was overserved. You read Applebee's, man. Right. <laughs> Dude, you know what I was thinking about recently is um that it's called Pump. You've seen Pumping Iron, that old doco yep. with Arnold Schwarzenegger and just how completely insane that whole thing is <laughs> yeah like some of the quotes in that are just so nuts and just the, the whole crew the whole vibe like there's like i saw a youtube comment and it was like why is there creepy music playing like throughout <laughs> the whole thing like if you listen to it whenever they're they're speaking 
He's like, I'm just trying to get pumped up. He's like, every rep counts. And in the background, it's, there's a piano. It's like, ding, ding. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> such a weird vibe. To... It is a weird vibe. Their like interactions with each other is weird. And Arnold Schwarzenegger acts like he's like an emperor in that whole film. Like when all the bodybuilders are in that hotel room, he's laying down smoking weed. Where in that film, says, like, Arnold is numero uno. <laughs> Bullying Lou Ferrigno. Dude, Louis. I saw. Hey, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> I'm in the gym and I'm coming, and I go home and I'm coming again. Right. It's like, I'm coming all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. He's the governor. He became governor of a right. state. <laughs> he had a kid awesome. with his uh, housekeeper, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's like made. That kid is on fire, too. He, he works out with like Bradley Martin and shit. Yeah. Instant mm-hmm. career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. That's funny. And Arnold's still in, like, pretty good shape. I mean, people make all these arguments like, oh, don't do steroids because you're going to die of a heart attack and then your dick's not going to work and all this stuff. But Arnold Schwarzenegger had a bunch of kids. (laughs) He's got a full head of hair and he's an old man. So, I mean, I don't know. He he got to live as a superhero for a while. So maybe it's... Yeah. Right, like the dude, there are dudes that are his age that never were that jacked and are in worse health. So I for mean, real, yeah. Dude, I saw a video of him, like, um, like he went to. They had him go to like a prison, and he was like posing, like, in front of the president. <laughs> it's so weird. I, I don't know that eighties bodybuilding <laughs> stuff is just insane. It is. It is pretty weird. Chris Bumstead, top of the game right now. That dude is a baller. I, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to me that dudes can just walk around looking like that. Right. No, he's probably right. a, he's a funny guy, too. Yeah. He's got that lisp. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you got to think, it's funny when people achieve such fame and success at that level like that stature in the fitness industry because for such a long time like we're definitely on this like we're it's like the trend now right it's like everybody's doing it it's the tiktok thing you need to go to the gym and get jacked because bryce hall is railing arms and like and fighting security guard you know it's just like i think that there's this like tinge now where it's like everybody's just doing it because it's the fad and what's in and I don't want to gatekeep because I think it's really important that everybody's jacked I would love to live in a world where everybody took fitness and health seriously but I think people do it for the wrong reasons and not even vanity I don't think vanity is a bad reason to want to want to be fit and look good I think it's chill to want to look good for the sake of looking good or to be healthy for the sake of looking healthy but I, I don't think that it's chill to like want to look good because Bryce Hall looks good (laughs) like then it's just weird at that point yeah I don't I don't even understand dude I go on TikTok and it's just a video of like a bunch of pictures of like some guy and his like girlfriend and then it's like she broke my heart and I like got jacked and then it's him like flexing in the mirror and it's (laughs) yeah those those edits are actually that's that's insane there's a lot of that that's insane 
<laughs> I mean, I, I love that shit. I think it's awesome. But, like, also... Please just be so, a little more normal. Oh, my right, God. It's so <laughs> unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Like, I don't that need... clip I keep seeing where some dude is having, like, a freak out where, where he was, like, yelling about how some chick didn't like him because he was skinny or whatever. And he's like, oh, fuck you. Watch this. And then they just put the clip over, like, Andrew Tate on a jet ski with, yeah. like, crazy <laughs> piano music playing. I'm like, what am I supposed to watch? What is what is, what is the what is the purpose of making this? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, also, like, I don't need that dude getting claustrophobic next to me on a flight. <laughs> right, right. It's a crazy mindset. Oh, well, this was a... Because, this was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was just saying, like, to be that jacked takes a lot of time and effort and kind of consumes like a lot of your personality like there's not a lot of people that are content with life to the fullest that are willing to put in that much work to do that so i think for a long time before it was a trend the people that genuinely were really jacked like that did it in secret and did it because they needed to for whatever reason so it's like you you look at dudes like that and we we both like have been working out for years and years, so like you know you know what it takes when you've been there yeah. before. And it's like it's a respect thing for sure, but it's also like you know what it takes mentally to do that. So you so I think that you you can foster sort of community, like just in the gym with with dudes that are like of a like mind and and do like put in the work because they have to opposed to like people that are putting in the work because it's the new fad and they want to look cool on the internet because that kind of like sometimes pisses me off yeah no i agree it's just like but you know i guess just if you stick with it you know what i mean i good for you (laughs) like right (laughs) but um the one thing um this is another thing i want to talk about dude can you explain um this story about this female police officer and her eight <laughs> co-workers because i've been seeing it all over my snapchat this yeah this girl looks like a like a i don't even know like a capybara looking motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and then it yeah, just, what the fuck, it just shows the pictures of these guys looking so ashamed <laughs> It's like eight people, and she was married too, right? Yeah, and Uh, I see pictures of her husband and stuff going around too. It's so funny to me because some shit like that will go down. It doesn't affect anybody's life, but everybody is exactly the same because everyone's like, "Oh, (laughs) it's it's all over the internet." Everybody's like, "Yo, no fucking way!" And you have to just look at these guys, like, dude. I would have to like. I would have to throw my phone off a bridge and go live yeah. in the woods. <laughs> like, that would be it for me. <laughs> I would love to see, like, the the group chat immediately after that broke. Like, yeah. with those dudes. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> did you see, like, that article? Like, <clears throat> That's forever, you know? Like, go be yeah. fired and stuff. Not even, like... The girl's life is definitely over, but those dudes, like, whenever they try to get a job or anything, like, they're going to get looked up, and it's going to be that picture with that cop, and they're going to be like, man, I don't I don't think we should fight. We should hire this guy. <laughs> Her husband's <laughs> going to have to make, like, a crazy TikTok, like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she slept with 
eight of my coworkers, so I got jacked. <laughs> it's like Andrew Tate playing in the background. <laughs> How do you recover from that, man? How, like, as her husband, what do you do? What's your next? That's you. So say that's you. You wake up tomorrow and you're him. What are you doing? <sighs> like an into the wild type yeah. thing, maybe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm moving to Alaska and changing my name. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll work on a crabbing boat for a couple right. months. It'll weird. get really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, like, like what would what would be your immediate plan, like, like to just like dip? Not like an apocalypse, but yeah, just like in that situation, or just in general. Just in general. I was thinking about that the other day. It's literally impossible to do anything when you think about right. it. It would be yeah. so difficult. I would go different country, probably like a high, more highly populated one where I could at least have some semblance of blending in and getting like a somewhat of like a job that I can chill around with, you know, like maybe like even like middle of Brazil if I'm up in the like the favelas or something yeah but like you, you'd have to like, i'd have to get a couple more tattoos before i did that <laughs> like you have to look kind of right. scary <laughs> get one percent scarier every day for a couple days and then go do that stuff for real <laughs> or like yeah Panama, get on the boats there i yeah. think i think that would be my go-to is like some sort of profession where I was getting paid in cash for like per day's labor and and it wasn't like like people didn't see me like it wasn't me in like a grocery store or me in and like some like sort of like bakery or hotel it would be like me on a boat for the whole day and then I come back and I go to like the same bar and I know like 10 people max I think that's the best way to do it because, cause the, like, that's how people get found with everything is, is because of the people that they know, know the people that they know, and then it's it's like that. It's like, yeah, I know that guy. I've seen him around. But it's like, if you never get seen around, then I don't think you're going to get caught for a while, at least. Yeah, you'd be hitting, like, a like a man of steel when he's working on the oil rig or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly an awesome like that. scene in that movie. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, they they he, crushed that movie. <laughs> He got fired though. That's fucked. Yeah, I saw that. I'd be well, so he angry. Was like, I think he got fucked in a bunch of different ways. Because I, th- I think he left the project because he wanted to be The Witcher, and then he got fired from The Witcher or something for just like, or, or it could have been the other way around. But he quit one project to focus on the other, and now no longer works for either. <laughs> I would love to see Henry Cavill have like a public f- outrage freak out. <laughs> Dude, it's like we're saying, like, it makes it way more scary and way funnier when it's a totally jacked dude, too. Right. Bro, do you know do you know who Callum Von Moger is? No. Look up a picture of Callum Von Moger real quick. So he's like super like jacked, jacked. Like, dude actually looks like Arnold. And um so he he totally lost his mind, bro. He was he was like a fitness. <laughs> fitness influencer like yeah. absolutely jacked guy he went on like a meth tantrum and chased a <laughs> dude down a public street with a machete and he was wearing like pit viper sunglasses running around with a machete off a of meth in the middle of a street <laughs> in australia <laughs> K- 
Callum Von Moger pleaded guilty to possession of various drugs, including meth. <laughs> Currently in rehab. <laughs> the Australian star jumped through a second-story window. Wow. <laughs> so this is pretty funny. In the vehicle, they found... Um, testosterone, cannabis oil, white crystal powder, prescription drugs, and Viagra. (laughs) Bro, it's like... (laughs) Dude, imagine seeing him come out of the window. You're just at Starbucks, and he's like... (laughs) (laughs) Comes out of the second story. He's just like... (laughs) Insane person. (laughs) It's like a freeze frame of him in the air. He's like, well, this plan didn't work, but that's okay. <laughs> no, he, he hit like a real-life painting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Dude, they got to make seen... a, a second painting again. Yeah, they need to. You, you've seen, um, what? what's it called? Ballers with the Rock? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another awesome. scene. He's got a ton of scenes where he's like super jacked, CTE, and cocaine. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> dudes are just doing that. It's crazy <laughs> to think of like just the variety, like the difference that can be caused by a man who weighs 150 pounds and has never touched a weight doing as much damage as he can, or a man who's 250 pounds <laughs> and is off meth like think of the, <laughs> the difference that can be done by the two of them that's so some funny. guys lose it too like you get in this <laughs> mindset where you're totally invincible like Callum Von Moger is like rich famous he probably has a chick whenever he wants and he's doing those drugs he probably thinks he's real life Superman <laughs> the, <laughs> you, the, you, the confidence level has to be insane you're just never getting checked by anything well, you'd be thinking, you'd be like, there is little difference between me and, like, Homelander. <laughs> like, right. I'm going through the window. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are they going to do, stop me? <laughs> <laughs> bro, and that happens with people at the top of any game. Like, Mike Tyson was like that, bro. When he was fighting at, like, the, the peak <laughs> of his career, some of the shit that came out of his mouth was absolutely insane like insane insane he said he was gonna eat a dude's children on national (laughs) television i saw this one dude even when he's like calm and shit just his mindset was so different like there was this clip of him sitting down and somebody asked him like out of any fighter in history who would you like to fight and he's like achilles (laughs) he's like the interviewer's like all right yeah, <laughs> the, the greatest warrior of all time. I want to play Achilles. Right. <laughs> it's like a mythological person. It's not right. a real person. Because he just sports center guy is like, oh okay. Yeah, but, all right, man. Dude, there was the one fu- clip that was terrible with him and some chick interviewing him. Have you seen that one? No, dude. He's like, the woman asks him some question and he doesn't answer, and he's ba- he basically turns to her and says on television, he's like. I usually don't speak. He's like, I usually don't converse with women unless I'm about to fornicate with them. <laughs> he's like, so you should probably stop talking unless you wanted to do something else. <laughs> like on the news, he said that, bro. It's so out of pocket. That's insane, <laughs> dude. Like the 
Oh, the funniest thing is watching him on, like, Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. trying to, like, m- do his thing where he, like, manages how crazy the person is, and Mike Tyson w- is just not having it, like, yeah. ever. Like, he's like, <laughs> so, he's like, he's like, you ever think you'll, like, get back into boxing? And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, because then, like, the demons will come, and I'll have to, like, eat someone, and Joe Rogan's like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I have to eat, bro. That guy went through some shit too, you know. Like he's yeah. already an insane dude like that, and then his four-year-old daughter died in his house on like a treadmill accident. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, how do you even deal with that one, man? Yeah, I feel like those guys always get hit with like shit like that. It's it's not it's wacky, but right. Eric Clapton's kid like fell out a window, right? Um, I'm not sure. Isn't is he one of those guys that it's like the whole like sold his soul thing or whatever? Dude, I I, I kind of feel like everybody that's even a little bit famous has sold their soul, <laughs> but that's like no. me being insane. Are you talking so about like, like the twenty seven club nonsense? I heard that there like there's like a bunch of celebrities who I don't know if it was Eric Clapton or like one of those guitar player dudes that like apparently made a deal with Satan or whatever for fame that everyone there's like a, believes. There's a couple of those stories that I'm like really deep in on. One of them for me was um was XXX Tentacion? You remember that rapper? Yeah, yeah, right. That's another. That's another dude. Yeah, I mean, he straight up said it a bunch, and then he died. <laughs> there was this yeah. one song. There was this one song that he released from. Um, well, like he he had it completed, and they released it post mortem. So after he was shot and killed, this song came out, "Train Food," where he basically like details his interact like his his uh meeting with the devil like the song is just i remember i had walked home that day content with all my misery i told myself it'd get better no clue what there was next to me remember there were people walking talking in the distance i was dressed for winter weather but the summer rays were kissing me i was lost so i took a different path in the distance he awaited me had no weapon i'm guessing his hands were just enough for me was no question I'm guessing he laughed at just the sight of me. I was lost. And then he repeats the first vibe or the first verse. And then he says, and there he was. His presence was alarming. As he approaches casual, we talk about self-harming. He told me, kid, you shouldn't be walking on your own. He smiled and laughed and pat my back. He asked, how far are you from home? I said, maybe 30 minutes. His frequency distorted click quick. I could see it in his image. I should have run right fucking there. I, and then he just, like, continues. But it was just interesting to me. Like, he's got that song, and then he's got one that's, like, um, said, like, I spoke to the devil in Miami. And it's pretty much, like, the same story. But, like, the I spoke to the devil in Miami was, like, you know, like, an earlier song. And then that one was, like, similar. So it's, like, it seems like he did have some sort of, like, interaction where he's, like, freaking out about it, you know? The end of that song says, he's, like, death is now approaching. My time is finally up. And it was, you know, released after he died. So it's kind of, like... But also, I mean, I, who knows? Like, how does how does that work, though? So, like, I'll just be approached by some guy in a suit? Like, 
That's how the stories go, right? Who just like you meet a demon at the crossroads. Yeah. But who? But you got to accept it. So, like, how many people do you think are in a situation where they're they're offered a deal that seems a little bit too too good to be true, and they accept it, and then they realize after the fame and fortune that maybe they shouldn't have done that. And you know, it could be literal, it could be figurative. I think I think a lot of people see it as like a met- metaphorical, like I sold my soul for this fame and fortune, but. There's also situations where it's like, who even knows? Yeah. There was another singer. Um, he did Hallelujah. You know Jeff Buckley? Um, no, not really. So, he he basically like com- has a very very mysterious death. So like, on May 29th, ninety seven, while awaiting the arrival of his band from New York. He drowned during a spontaneous evening swim, fully clothed in the Mississippi River, where he was caught in the wake of a passing boat. Wow. But I heard that there was, like, other shit behind it. Like, he was, uh, he was saying something, and he just, like, waded fully clothed into the Mississippi River. Yeah, he was only he was thirty, so it's like weird. From rumors of erratic behavior before his demise to the surprising results of his autopsy report, this is the true story of how he died. Let me look and see. So, like, he basically was like, uh, I'm trying to find the death story. I don't know, this is a long article, I just I don't really have to, like, get that in on it. He was in Memphis, so so the girl he was with said he was trying to buy a house that wasn't for sale, he was trying to buy a car that wasn't for sale, he proposed to his girlfriend, he even applied for a job to be a butterfly keeper at the Memphis Zoo, a lot of weird stuff that was uncharacteristic hmm. for him. So it says, on May 29th, Buckley's erratic behavior went a step too far. After failing to find the building where he was supposed to rehearse with his band later, he and his roadie, Keith Faudy, drove to a channel of the Mississippi River called the Wolf River Harbor. Yes, Dude, this, was- this, is, this is what I was talking about. So he got out, and he started wading into the water. And though Faudy warned Buckley multiple times, the singer continued to drift further into the river, singing Led Zeppelin's A Whole Lot of Love into the night and then he just went in the water and died <laughs> that sounds a like a, a pretty fun evening up until when you die but <laughs> yeah. yeah dude it's, it would have dude. to suck it would have to suck to be like the devil now and like the people who are like selling their souls to you is just like bryce hall right it's just <laughs> like the worst dude in the world right he's like so like what do you want i could offer you anything he's like um like, I think it would be sick if, like, my TikTok blew up, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to meet Logan Ball. He's like, all right, uh, I, we can make that work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants He's to like, meet you know, Logan you... Paul. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't do this. It wouldn't even cost a soul to do this yeah. bullshit. He's <laughs> like, I remember the conversation I had with John F. Kennedy. <laughs> that was right. a real guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like these kids now. <laughs> I'll tell you. <ya. laughs> 
But that is like a common theme a lot. I feel like a lot of celebrities talk about selling their soul and stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll know from experience this podcast starts to get any sort of traction. Yeah, everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> this blows up. <laughs> we like we jump the devil. Like we we get this yeah. where we're wearing GoPros and stuff and right. he us and we release it like so these guys I'm just like yo in insta live. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> the biblical conspiracy of a lifetime. <laughs> we re- we released the devil's list of people who have sold their soul. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, like me and, me and you sh- like with the Pope, like thumbs up. <laughs> Possibly the biggest thing to ever happen. <laughs> these guys got the devil. <laughs> They pranked him. <laughs> Pranking Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on YouTube with like the, yeah. like the thumbnail, like with all caps. Pranking Satan himself. We figured he was like a million year old demon, so no way he knew what Instagram Live was. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like the worst place in the world, though. Like we're like deep in a yeah. Afghanistan, right? <laughs> There's all sorts like the Ark of the Covenant is there and shit. <laughs> They're like so like uh, Will and Connor. Like we heard, were you there on some type of humanitarian mission? Or I'm like, um, no, we were actually looking for the uh, the Kandahar giant. Um, if yep. you're not familiar, they're like, wow, wow, wow. We found him too. We just figured the we found story him too. Was the giant dude's like super chill though, so we're not gonna yeah. blow his spot up. We like just show, show the reporter like a picture on the phone of us with him. Yeah, like, totally blow his mind. He's like, what? It's it's like us like thumbs up. It's just legs of a huge. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a half kicked thirty of Natty Light in between. Right. <laughs> That's There's something sh- that. I gotta just no, dude. I gotta. I would. I just need to talk to someone who was on the Kandahar Giant raid. Like, yeah, that that is totally believable to me. Like, that's one thing where I can sit down and be like, you know what? That probably happened. One hundred percent. Yeah, that happened. My, right. my favorite. My favorite part about that is like the post game interviews where the where the like the lieutenant was basically like making fun of the reporter. He was like, "Yeah, I mean, but we also got all the fucking UFOs in Area Fifty One. You want to see them too?" Like he goes so over the top, like trying to make them seem st- silly that it makes me feel like maybe they're just like so sick of people talking about the giant that they just want to like erase it because it did happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, what do you even like? That, I don't know. What do you do after seeing a, a 12 foot tall person? And killing him. Yeah. Damn. You think that there's like a people like a table of people at the Pentagon that they get this call that they need to immediately extract this giant that was killed? They're like, right. fuck it, get on that. Get on that right away. Yeah. The, the giant thing. Yeah, go get that. Take it out of take it out of the Middle East, dude. Even if it's not real, I hope like someone like one of the Ukraine dudes starts like some crazy story about like a mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Ukrainian like <laughs> hawk like, man or something. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a dude flying around. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I I just read that I thought was pretty interesting was that for a really long time, like even into like the modern era, gorillas were thought of as a myth. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, there was this one explorer that wrote in his novel, like, in his own, like, um, notes that every morning, human-shaped monsters would invade his camp, and, and, like, he was like, they were like us, but they were monsters, and they were unable (laughs) to relight my fire, but they would take my food and leave. (laughs) Well, it's like, how how would you describe it? Like, uh, there's yeah. no other way. It's literally pro- what it was. <laughs> right? So he, he's sitting there seeing this creature that has never been yeah. seen before. Like a tribe of... He's just in his tent like, oh, fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> holding a candle with like a nightcap. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the gorillas are like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be fucking terrifying, man. <laughs> His notes are just like, we gave them bananas. Yeah, they like they like, they like those. <laughs> those guys like those things. Yeah. <laughs> Super strong monsters, parentheses, likes bananas. <laughs> <laughs> likes bananas. <laughs> Yeah, Someone's I mean, like, well, this, this can't be real, right? Are we it's trusting tough. this dude? <laughs> yeah, because there's no pictures or anything. It's just yeah. a, this writing. Like, that's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it was a big gap between him writing that and them actually, like, documenting the existence of gorillas. So, like, he was probably telling that story to everybody, and they're like, what? Right. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the monster people? Like, like, let's get you to bed, Grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) But banana monsters. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) And then there's, like, the news headline, like, famous explorers, gorillas, creatures, found. And the kid's like, whoa. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Back then, I mean, I I guess a lot of things that people saw were just... Like, there, there was a time forever, until recently, where you would have experiences and they were just your own, you know? Right. Like, everybody was living very different lives. Like, if you went off in the woods and you saw something that nobody else had been seeing before, and you went into the, the bar and you told a story about it, people would be, like, more apt to believe you because... There, there wasn't, like, the burden of evidence like there is now. Because now it's like, if I tell a story and it's insane, everybody would just immediately be like, why didn't you fucking film it? Like, you have a camera in your pocket. because So now it's like, it's so, the vibes are so different. Dude, that UFO I saw on Alex Bay, like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> no one, it just, no one talked about it afterwards. <laughs> it's a cata- it's it was a, ca- a caterpillar spaceship. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, did, I pulled that up, after you talked about it. I, I pulled it up on Twitter, and there was like other other people were talking about yeah. it too, like in that same area. <laughs> I searched spaceship uh, northern New York, or and people were in Canada and they saw it. Either it's it's equally funny if it's aliens or if it was like an Air Force pilot flying the new like caterpillar, but. <laughs> <laughs> A D 
dude who's like a you know a pretty he's a higher up in my company like a, he's a he's a project manager like straight up told me that he saw a like a classic flying saucer with his family in Nevada. Damn. He just straight up said it. I was like, I, I was like, you know what? I believe you. And he was like, why would I lie about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I, <laughs> why would you? You know, I, I guess, I guess they're out there. <laughs> when I hear right. situations like that, I'm like, I don't think you are. <laughs> Dude, I'm so pissed the fucking Area 51, like, mission didn't happen the reddit <laughs> thing dude i was that might have been one of the funniest stories i'll have like for the rest of yeah. my life that, like I, I, we, were, we were like gonna go dude i was 100 percent gonna go <laughs> yeah i was looking at flights and stuff dude Do you the think funniest the, the thing was working there were probably stressed out as hell i'm sure <laughs> dude the, the diagram of the strategy it was like the Naruto runners were gonna like go first, and then there was just a, like a circle, and it said like rock throwers go here. <laughs> like people were just gonna throw rocks. There had to be at least two dudes that were like ready, ready though. Like they probably had yeah. like some M16s, some bulletproof gas. Like they were they were ready, and they were probably there, like waiting for people to come. And they walk into another crew that's just like a little bit less prepared, and they're like sitting there. They're like, "So we're gonna do this?" Yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just go grab a beer instead. Yeah, you wonder like how many people because there's there are people who are ready to go i'm sure yeah (laughs) more than 16 people (laughs) yeah like ready to go to the point where it's not even chill like like, it's like that guy (laughs) is ready to put his life on the line for nonsense that's so funny yeah all right i think we've probably ripped over an hour on this one loki yeah for real (laughs) yeah well, pretty solid. I feel like we went into a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, bad guys are everywhere. Tank top should definitely, we should definitely get on that. So yep. we'll if you guys listen, if you, you would be interested in something that would <laughs> make you an immediate Marky problem bread. in any yeah. establishment, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>